This is the Not Bitter, Just Better podcast. The Everton Our Way. Straight, Straight from, from the street, street end. Howdy Blues, long time no speak. Happy New Year, happy Christmas. Not so happy Everton at the moment. Uh, episode 71 of the Not Bitter, Just Better Everton podcast. Bit of a short one, just want you all to know that we are still alive. So I'm going to have a little bit of a, ch- a chat about all things Everton on my own tonight. And uh, me and Mark, we're just still trying to work stuff around our work situation at the moment. Real life getting in the way of us talking about Everton. Uh, well, talking about Everton with you, Lon, anyway. Um, so I'm going to talk about a few things. I can't even remember what the last podcast was. I think it was after the Krasnodar game. So since then, we beat QPR 3-1 at home. Uh, and I think that was our last victory. <laughs> oh, it's quite depressing, really. Uh, we went to Southampton, got hammered uh, 3-0 down there. Uh, we That was just before Christmas. Boxing Day went down 1-0 at home against Stoke. And then we, we made the journey up to Newcastle. Uh, 3-2 uh, we got beat up there went to Hull got beat 2-0 there which was a woeful performance uh, and then we started to think we may have started to turn a corner a little bit uh, a little over a week ago against West Ham at home in the third round of the FA Cup on a Tuesday night bizarrely uh, but we we played a little bit better than we had been over Christmas, uh, but we still found ourselves 1-0 down up until about the 93rd minute when Lukaku knocked in uh, a stoppage time equaliser after performing well throughout the game. He came back into the starting lineup with a bit of a point to prove, and I think he did that. He's, his hold-up play is starting to look a whole lot better. His first touch still isn't the best, but I think he's starting to work out a system that suits him where he can either knock it into space or just bundle his way into keeping all the possession of the ball but it's it's getting more and more effective anyway so uh, and he managed to get a, get a goal there uh, City uh, one all draw at the weekend Naismith equalising there uh, so Again, we looked like we were t- uh, turning a corner still. Went down to West Ham just a couple of nights ago. I'm recording on a Thursday night now. It's Tuesday uh, evening. And I'm going to talk about that game now. Uh, so, Everton fans were a little bit more optimistic than they have been for about six weeks, I'd imagine. Took a good crowd down there, 3,000. And looked like a decent uh, line-up. Well... Well, it was unchanged from the City game starting at 11. Uh, I think a lot of people wanted to see Kevin Morales in for Aidan McGeady, which unfortunately didn't happen. Joel continued in goal. Uh, Coleman, Stones, Jags, Baines, Barry and Besic in the middle. Barry uh, is, seems to be one of those ones who blues want to see left out at the moment uh, we had McGeady on the right and then 
uh, Naismith, stroke Barkley on the left, stroke behind Lukaku. So they seem to be switching up a little bit. And uh, yeah, Lukaku up top. So where to start with this? Decent game, really. Uh, we were doing all right still, but we found ourselves 1-0 down and uh, a player down as well when McGeady stupidly got himself uh, sent off two bookings. Uh, other than that, his performance just wasn't great. He's not doing himself any favours at all. Uh, he seems to be short, short of confidence and... Even when he had confidence, he wasn't doing very well, to be honest. He was, he was trying to trick too many. Um, so, and to be honest, I hate to say it, and probably echoing the sentiment of many Blues, it seemed to be a blessing in disguise when he, we went down to 10 men without McGeady because we seemed to kick on and start to, uh, to fight a little bit. And then shortly after, after that, uh, Kevin Morales came on and completely turned the game, really. We got a free kick towards the end of the game, down in the bottom left-hand corner, uh, to the left-hand side of their penalty area. And I thought it was going to be one of those ones where Morales was just trying to get a try and hammer it, and it'd end up about 40 yards over the goal. But instead, he uh, produced a bit of a wonder free kick really I think the goalie could have done better but if you see the free kick the, the amount of kale on it is unbelievable so I think it started going towards the outer post and then bended in towards uh, towards the near post so up and over the wall so I think Adrian was just completely uh, Adrian sorry not Adrian he was a uh, Completely wrong-footed. Um, so, great finish. Great play by Kev. Uh, and, you know, late equaliser. Sent the ball into... Uh, sent the game, sorry, into extra time. Before that goal, and I put this on our Facebook, uh, great work by Lukaku chasing the ball down and uh, holding it up well and crossing for Morales who had a great chance from about six yards out, but it was just a, an amazing block by Tompkins, I think it was. Um, so he didn't manage to bury it from six yards, but did from 18. Uh, you know, we go into extra time, still with 10 men, and our worry here was that our team, our, the lads would just be knackered. So to be fair to them, though, when we, we, we really started to play it, it you know, some fella I haven't mentioned yet so far, uh, apart from the, in the team lineup, uh, he was the busier goalkeeper by far. Uh, Joel Robles, um, I'm going to start saying his name properly. I'm not just calling. I'm going to call him Joel Robles anymore. Uh, I think he deserves it. He uh, produced a, a, a string of just uh, excellent saves, really. I don't think he was really tested cross. I mean, I say I say that you know any cross that's put into the box when Andy Carroll's in there is a test, but a lot of them were quite close to him. Uh, there was no, he didn't really have to go above to claim a ball really, and when he did, he he handled it quite well or, or punched, um, but he really came into his own uh, with a, a string of excellent saves. Uh, from one-on-ones and you know headers and you know long-range efforts, he just did really well. 
uh, and was by far our man of the match. I mean, apart from you know Kev coming in and changing our our system round, he he played the full one hundred and twenty plus. So he uh, man of the match and continued that through uh, injury. Uh, sorry, extra time, uh, and we were on the front foot. And it wasn't long before we were two uh, one uh, up. Great work by Morales again. And he, uh, he just managed to evade a number of challenges, battled his way through into the box and then cut it back uh, for Lukaku, who'd earlier uh, stumbled and missed one, uh, miskicked completely for about six yards. This time he was about three yards out and he didn't fail this time and put us 2-1 up. So great work by Morales. And it begged the question, why wasn't he in the starting eleven? And... Uh, as in, in, uh, instead of our mate McGeady, uh, well, it's come out over the last day or so that the reason he wasn't starting is because he's really suffering from this uh, ankle problem, and you know he's playing through the pain. Uh, it's just you want to look after him, but if he can perform like that comparatively to you know how McGeady performed. You just you just need him in there. You need to give him whatever whatever he needs. I mean, games you know that game came around too quick for him. I think so. I'm just hoping he can uh, shake that knock for the uh, Monday's game West uh, against West Brom. Well, I mean, someone's gonna have to come in because McGeady's gonna be sitting out that game anyway for that, for the sending off. Uh, so. Two, the Blues two one up and looking like you know we're performing quite well. You know, down to ten men, we're making a go of it. We're not just sitting back and wasting time. Although there was a little bit of time wasting, but that's not all we're doing. We're still trying to get another goal. We're doing well, but unfortunately, uh, up steps Carl- Carlton Cole. Seconds after coming on as a substitute, he uh, he's first to a, a you know a cross in from a corner. And manages to put it, put West Brom, uh, West Ham, sorry, get me Wests missed up here, uh, mixed up. Managed to put West Ham back on level terms. And uh, Michael Owen, just rubbish, 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 rubbish commentator. Anyway, so it said Everton will snatch, snatch your hand off for a, for a draw and to take penalties here. I cannot think that was further from the truth, to be honest. Um, every blue would know our history in penalty shootouts. We, we've had s- some joy over the past few years, but we've had a lot more heartache. So I think we would rather it would it was decided in, in 120 minutes, to be honest. And uh, so eventually it did go to penalties anyway. Uh, I think I think we we scored our first. Uh, I think Naismith missed our seconds and, and they scored both of theirs. Uh, so I say he missed it. You know, he, he hit it as hard as he could, but it was a decent save by Adrian. Um, it was just the right high form, cliche, I know, but, you know, it was. Uh, West Ham, have, a, have one saved or missed one, I can't remember. But it ended up being 4 all anyway and goes into sudden death. The, the penalties keep coming. And uh, eventually, it comes round to the turn of uh, Joel, Joel, 
Uh, and you know he's man of the match. And for every other club, you're thinking here, um, go on. You know this is the fairy tale kind of performance where you know you step out of the shadow shadows under loads of pressure. Go on, go on, go and win this shootout for us. Uh, and I don't know whether the pressure got to him or what, but he just hit it as hard as he could. But not like down, drilled down the middle. It's like he took a goal kick. That's the only thing I can describe it as. But he stood 12 yards out. So, uh, smashes against the crossbar, comes down, and uh, West Ham have the upper hand. And I believe Tompkins was set to step up. But Adrian decided that he fancied it instead. With a little bit of pressure off, you know, they got one to play with. So, uh, he decides he's having this penalty kick. Off come his gloves, which says, you know, sure, sure fire that he uh, fancies that he is putting this away. And unlike Joel, he doesn't, doesn't hammer it. He just sends the keeper the wrong way and then goes celebrating like a madman. And the Blues are out of the FA Cup at the first hurdle. And West Ham are into the hat. Oh, sorry, into the next round already. An absolute heartache for 3,000 Blues who've travelled. All those who have watched it on the BT Sports and had to put up with Michael Owen's commentary. Uh, all those watching by via nefarious means in, on WYSIWYG, etc. Uh, and most of all, uh, for Joel Robles, who's had you know a career-defining career uh, or an Everton career-defining moment in a Blue Shares or game really, you know, established himself as, a, a, you know, that he could actually hold down that number one jersey or at least compete with Tim Howard for that jersey. Uh, you know, I'm not, I'm by, by no means uh, am I going to say that he deserves that shirt if Tim Howard's fit. I'm going to discuss that in a sec. But, you know, had a great game and then, is uh, I suppose he's the villain in the end. Well, you know, absolute heartbreak. We're all gutted. It looks like we might have to just focus on winning the Premier League again now. Uh, yeah, <laughs> just kidding. But you know, we still got Europa to play for, and there's still a lot to take from that game. The amount of fight that and passion that we showed in that game. Uh, it's just it, it was what was missing over the Christmas period, really. You know, we, we put some good moves together as well. We we scored a couple of goals as well. So a lot to take from it. It's just a shame that it was you know we're out the cup. So uh, bright points, obviously Morales coming on and turning it round. Uh, the heart, uh, Lukaku scoring again. Lukaku's performance again. Uh, Stones coming in and, and one silly uh, mistake. Aside, coming in and you know he looks like he's getting back to himself again. Obviously, uh, I mentioned Joel. Uh, some of the not so positive points. Uh, sorry, one more positive. Besic gets another uh, another good run out. Uh, obviously, he was going to be the one to make way when Morales came on because uh, well, he's not going to take Gareth Barry off his Roberto. Uh, Negatives. Uh, I'm I'm going to be probably split fifty fifty on this popularity wise, 
people are going to say why pick on him or why whatever. Uh, Ross Barkley, what just what what's he doing? You know, I, I don't know whether he's trying too hard on the ball. I tell you, he's definitely not trying too hard off the ball because he he just does not put a challenge in. Uh, somebody somebody mentioned on our Facebook that maybe he's still got this hang up over the triple leg break that he had, and I think I think it, that could be a possibility. He's just not he's not making any challenge whatsoever. Uh, he shit out a, a lot of fifty fifty balls, even ones that where you know you think he's favourite to win. He shits out at them as well. It's just I don't know where his head's at at the moment. Uh, but he's just not doing it, and you know the game's over Christmas as well. The QPR game aside, where you know he scored that uh, amazing goal, really, where he put his foot through it, left foot top corner. You know, great. Or that I think that's bought him a little, little bit more time and people's patience. I think he will come good, but you know, I think he will. But there's a real danger at the moment where he's just going to fizzle out unless, you know, he, he addresses his game a little bit. Uh, people saying, you know, I, I refuse to buy into this, what people are saying, he's being played out of position. He spent an awful lot of that game uh, in the role behind Lukaku. He spent an awful lot of the game in in, a, in, in fact the past five or six games he's he might start over on the left but he's spending an awful lot of the game in cent- uh, an advanced central midfield position uh, so and he's a young lad I don't care if he gets played left right or in the middle he might not have, have as good a game on the left wing but he shouldn't be this poor you know Stephen Naismith went out there on onto the left, and you know he's not he's not much of a winger either. But the amount of effort that he puts in, and he'll run himself into the ground. I'm not seeing that from Ross at the moment, uh, and it's just an, uh, unfortunate. Um, so I don't want to dwell on the negatives, but you know it, it's quite a negative club to follow at the moment. Is is Everton? So uh, I'm going to talk about Joel a little bit. Joel, sorry, I keep doing it. I'm, I'm, I'm going to say he was a positive against West Ham. I'm not, like I said before, I'm not saying he should be our first choice goalkeeper now. I'm not buying into that. And the people who are saying, "See, I told you he'll come," uh, you know, he was he was a good goalkeeper, or all you people who slagged him off were wrong. No, we were not wrong. If you slagged Joel off in the past, uh, I think you're justified because he has been pretty much useless up until that game against West Ham. And I don't think I'm at all harsh in saying that. He he looked like he didn't have a clue. He couldn't catch it. You know, he, he has dodgy uh, possession, uh, dodgy time on the ball where he'll, you know, he'll think he's got too much time and be closed down. There was the joke of a goal against Krasnodar. Um, it's not, people aren't just being harsh and criticising for the sake of the, you know, I think they are with some other people. Uh, I think people are going over the top with uh, Gareth Barry, which I'll come to again in a sec. But Joel, he isn't suddenly the, the league's best goalkeeper, and he wasn't the league's uh, best goalkeeper in hiding until that performance against West Ham. He, he's had one good performance, and it looks like he, he, you know, he might be getting a little bit better, 
but there's still a long, a long way to go. Uh, you know, as soon as someone puts a cross in that, he, he has to really deal with a number of sustained crosses. Uh, I'd be interested to, uh, to see how he handles that. Uh, hopefully, hopefully he will he will come good. You know, he'll 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 obtain the corner and he'll start like uh, establishing himself a little bit better. But I don't think he's there yet after one performance. Uh, Gareth Barry. Uh, people are saying he's shit, he's finished, he hasn't got the legs, all this kind of stuff. You've got to remember that he had an an amazing partnership last year with James McCarthy, and they complemented each other really well. So uh, I think McCarthy, in a, in a way, was Barry's legs up and down the pitch, really, whereas Barry did a lot of mopping up and was always available. I think Barry, uh, the criticism I have got of Barry at the moment, he's, he is giving the ball away a little bit more and sometimes it has led to you know a lot of chances and some goals uh, but I don't think he the mopping up side of his game has, has lessened any uh, I just think he's suffering from not having McCarthy there and I think Everton are I think that's a, a big miss at the moment uh, trying to think of other negatives but the fact that yeah the, the fact that we, you know, we we all said how 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 well we battled and all stuff like that, and we were still out of the cup. That should be West Ham, you know, a club like West Ham. That should be their story against Everton. Oh, uh, uh, battling West Ham, go down to you know uh, quality Everton side or whatever like that. Uh, but in, in it's like the tables turned. It shouldn't be like that, and unfortunately, that's the way it is at the moment. Um, so. Yeah. Um, so West Brom coming up. I won't go into any uh, any news in depth. Uh, apart from that, I'll, I'll have a little bit of talk about some of the talk going around at the moment. Uh, just after talking about West Brom, West Brom. They've, uh, you know, they, they they're in a trickier situation than ours. Really, the uh, Alan Irvine, he was. A lot of he was he surprised a lot of people by going there as a manager. You know, he it, it, it seemed to be a yes man for the higher ups. Uh, you know, somebody who wouldn't really clash. He'd just do as he was told, uh, and eventually his times ran out there. The you know the struggling. Uh, so, you know, as they say, under the lights. Although that's not really done us any good over the last few weeks. On Monday, next Monday night. I'm hoping we can continue this run of decent performances and start turning that run of decent performances into a run of wins because we've got some uh, very difficult games coming up, including the uh, Goodison Derby. You know, they've got their stupid dancing teapot back in training. So uh, it'll be a tricky game that, that they seem to have uh, turned a bit of a corner as well. We don't want Slippy G's uh, last Goodison derby to be uh, be a, a success. We want to give him a nice little send off with a hammering. Uh, other than that, uh, I just want to mention a little bit of a little bit of that that Everton news that we're talking about. The big story is uh, Tuesday. I wouldn't say he, like hero, but one of Tuesday's bright bright points, Kevin Morales. 
a lot of people are saying we need to get this contract signed up. We need to get him tied down as soon as possible. And Mar- Morales is uh, apparently keeping his options open and apparently told Everton today that he wants to keep the conversation, uh, the contract talks on hold until the end of the season. Um, so this kind of all but confirms the fact that he wants to see if we can push on and you know get a Champions League spot. I'd imagine or how well we do, whether we qualify for the Europa again. Uh, but you know that performance aside, we, we we need Kev to continue, and you know we need players like Kev who go on about this Champions League football and Rom. Uh, we need them to we need them to help us get there. You know we need it's no no good them just banging on about it and not not trying and giving it all a hundred percent in every game. We need them to we need them to fire us there. Uh, so I think football footballers or agents or whoever they get caught up all too often. They're like, well, I'm not going to stay if we don't get Champions League. It's like, well, you know, you players, I've got to do your bit. You know, it's not just down to the manager. It's not just down to the chairman, the fans, the club. The players have got to do their bit in getting us there. And uh, if if Morales was, is fit for the rest of the season and gives 100%, I think that's going to win us games on its own. Same with the Rom. So they'll have a big say in where we finish. Um, another player who could have a say or might not anymore. Bright starter was Everton career. Um, we couldn't believe it when we signed him. Uh, Samuel Eto'o, he was left out of the Cup squad on Tuesday uh, and it was confirmed by Roberto that he's had inquiries from a couple of Italian clubs. One, rumoured to be Sampdoria. And there's a little bit of talk today that they're not necessarily meeting our value value of the player evaluation. Uh, so Roberto was holding, holding out for more of a substantial fee and such a shame if he goes because he's just not really had a, had a run maybe he just hasn't really fit into any kind of system but I still think he's got so much to offer Everton and you know if if if, if a player like I, I don't want not that I want to see him on the wing uh, but if a player like McGee can get into an Everton starting 11 and Etu can't and if Barkley can keep his place the way he's playing at the moment and Etu can't get a sniff then there's something definitely wrong, uh, and it's such such a uh, such a shame. Uh, other little bit of news: uh, we've apparently signed this. Uh, well, I've lost this news story actually. This Serbian wonder kid, Lukic, not John Lukic, the old Leeds and Arsenal goalkeeper. I'm assured it's not him anyway. And we've immediately sent immediately sent sent him back on loan. Uh, to hear of it, I can't remember. Can't remember who it is. Sorry, but he's lost this story. Um, but I'm hoping it's not one of those deals like the Henning deal, which turned into a little bit of a farce. You know, I hope hopefully we've signed him. He is a wonder kid. He's not just some uh, no mark, uh, but no disrespect, uh, under eighteen player who could, isn't really going to come on and do anything. Uh, hopefully the future is bright for him and he, he does the biz. Anyway, enough about that. Uh, I just want to, uh, as I say, this is a little bit of a short episode. I just want to assure everyone that we are doing our best to try and get the podcast back up and running and try and get it in a regular routine. Whether that will mean moving days again, I'm not sure. But just watch this space and thanks for your continued patience on this. 
and uh, thanks for all your messages inquiring where it is and you know it, you know that's that's what made me want to do this today uh just to let you know that you know we are still doing it uh, it is very much uh in our plans and we want to continue as best we can uh, so and um, those kind of messages of support and just asking where it is means means a lot to us really so thanks a lot for that uh want to say thank you to everyone for listening just now thanks for continuing to subscribe i hope you all uh, haven't just deleted us because we uh we've missed a couple of shows uh want to say thank you for listening on soundcloud if you've joined us on there uh go and subscribe to us on itunes we've missed a couple of weeks but once we are back up and running that will get straight to your ios device your ipod or iphone or ipad or your mac computer whatever it'll go automatically to your iphone uh to your apple device every friday morning as it stands at the moment so yeah spread the word for us we will be back with the best everton podcast that is done by people called johnny and mark <laughs> straight from the gladys street end as soon as we can thanks again blues and come on let's do west brom This is the Not Bitter, Just Better Everton podcast. If you haven't already, go and like us on Facebook, facebook.com slash EFC, Not Bitter, Just Better. Or you can find us on Twitter at Just Better EFC. 